We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well this evening. Glad to be back on. Um, if you're listening to this uh, next breakdown, here is uh, the continued coverage of uh, my breakdowns for all 133 teams in FBS College Football. Um, this segment, I'm continuing with the Florida State Seminoles, who went 10-3 and last season, 5-3 and in the ACC. Um, it was a make-or-break year. For head coach uh, Mike Norvell and uh, obviously he made it <laughs> it was a definitely uh, a, a f- really really good season for the Knowles um, and they look to uh, continue that progress into this season uh, where they are uh, one of those really hyped teams coming into the year um, with all the returners that they have and uh, some are even picking them to uh, uh, ups overseat the uh, Clemson Tigers at the top of the ACC. But let's go ahead and uh, uh, go into the breakdown. Uh, first off, starting off with their stadium. They play at Doak Campbell Stadium, um, known as the Doak, as Doak to many to Florida State fans and many around uh, college football. Also, the house that Bobby built, um, just a Obviously, anybody who knows college football knows what Doak Campbell Stadium means to the game. 79,560 for capacity, but there's not much like a night game at Doak Campbell Stadium uh, with Renegade and Chief Osceola uh, taking the field, planting the spear. Um, There's just not much like it, and... One of the few stadiums um, on a bucket list that should be on a bucket list for anybody, but for somebody like myself who is a stadium traveler, it's definitely uh, one of those high up on the list of uh, wanting to get to. And, of course, getting to a night game would be uh, the pinnacle of that experience. Now moving on to a coach on the rise in the program, I'm going to go with Alex Atkins, who's the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Uh, I'm going with Coach Atkins uh, because of uh, his quick rise through the coaching profession. Um, Was a graduate assistant at UT Martin in 2007, uh, then was hired on as tight ends coach in 2008. Uh, Continued as a GA at Marshall in 2009, then moved uh, to uh, Ntumbwa Community College as an offensive line recruiting coordinator in 2010-11. 2012-13 offensive line coach at Chattanooga, 2014 and 15 offensive line coach at Georgia Southern, 16-17 uh, associate head coach and then offensive line coach at Tulane, uh, 2018 assistant head coach, run game coordinator, offensive line coach at Tulane, uh, 2019 offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at Charlotte, and then was hired at Florida State uh, 2020 and 2021 as the offensive line coach 
and then was promoted in 2022 to now to offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. So uh, as you can see, the growth and rise uh, through Coach Atkins's uh, coaching career, you can really see um, that an opportunity could really be on the horizon for him to be a head coach of a program moving forward, especially with uh, the fun uh, pieces that he is going to have on this offense this year and moving forward. <laughs> Excuse me. So going into the breakdown position by position now, offensively at the quarterback position, the, the unquestioned leader of the FSU offense and, and probably the team as well as quarterback Jordan Travis. He threw for 3,214 yards, 24 touchdowns, and only five interceptions, uh, showing a real command of this offense. With so many pieces returning and then added, uh, Travis and company could be in in line for a special, special season. Um, he can also do some damage with his feet when he needs to. Uh, thankfully, uh, last season he didn't have to do that too much. And I know that's something Coach Norvell and Coach Atkins really want to make sure that uh, he's not taking those hits because he's such a productive player and uh, somebody that could really be in in line for the Heisman Trophy conversation depending on how Florida State season goes. Um, I will get into their schedule momentarily. Uh, the running back room is led by uh, Trey Benson, who led the ACC with 6.4 yards per carry last season. Uh, had 990 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, Lawrence Toafili returns. In the addition of uh, Chazay Holmes from Penn State is big. He was the scout team player of the year uh, for them last season. So a, a big-time addition there. Uh, the receiving core um, is pretty darn special, um, looking at uh, the pieces that they have returning and then bringing in. They return a ton of talent, and obviously some big-time additions join them, like I said. Uh, wide receiver Johnny Wilson is a star in the making. Um, he had 897 yards and five touchdowns last season. And at six foot seven, he is a quarterback's dream. Um, obviously going to be playing on Sundays in the very near future. <laughs> the returns of wide receivers, uh, Ja'Kai Douglas, Kentron Pointier and Winston Wright, along with tight end Markston Douglas, are big. Uh, Kentron Pointier averaged uh, 20 yards per reception last year, so look for him to do some damage. Uh, the addition of wide receiver Keon Coleman from Michigan State. He was a third-team All-Big Ten member, um, the best receiver that Michigan State had. Huge, huge addition for uh, – for the Seminoles. And then tight ends, Jaheim Bell from South Carolina and uh, Kyle Marlock from D2 Shorter College are huge additions. Um, Bell um, could uh, become the new starting tight end. Him and Douglas will be a really nice one-two punch. And Marlock is 6'7", so another big option to throw the ball to. Uh, the offensive line returns a combined 44 starts um, and is led by left tackle Robert Scott, right guard Dimitri Emanuel, and center Maurice Smith. Uh, the additions of uh, Keandre Jones from Auburn, Jeremiah Byers from UTEP, and Casey Roddick from Colorado are massive, uh, giving this group a lot of depth. 
moving on to the defense, the defensive line returned some great talent. Uh, defensive end Jared Verse shocked a lot of people by returning to college for another year. Um, he had nine sacks last season. Uh, Patrick Payton was the ACC Defensive Rookie of the Year at the other defense, at another defensive end, and then defensive tackles Fabian Levette and Joshua Farmer return. And the additions of defensive end Gilbert Edmond from South Carolina and defensive tackles Brandon Fisk from Western Michigan and Darnell Jackson from Miami provide great depth to this unit. Uh, the linebacker core returns Tatum Bethune, who had 84 tackles, and Kalon Deloach to form one of the ACC's top duos at the linebacker position. Uh, experience depth is lacking a bit at this position, but watch out for redshirt freshman Omar Graham to make some noise. The secondary returns almost intact and adds an all-ACC transfer cornerback in Frentrell Cypress from Virginia. Uh, cornerbacks Renardo Green and Jarian Jones have plenty of experience, as do safeties Kevin Knowles, Akeem Dent, and Shaheem Brown. So really good secondary there, something that Knowles fans are used to seeing. On uh, special teams, the punting job belongs to four-year starter Alex Mastromano. Uh, competition will take place at the kicking position, though, where Ryan Fitzgerald returns, but he struggled last season. Uh, Tyler Keltner from East Tennessee State has been added to compete for that job. Um, final analysis, my opinion here. After a 10-win season, expectations are high in Tallahassee. Uh, with the pieces returning, you can obviously see why. I mean, with what they have returning on offense and defense, I mean, multiple pros down the line. I mean, quarterback Jordan Travis, like I said, could be in the Heisman conversation. Uh, defensive end Jared Verse uh, arguably would have been a first-round draft pick last year. And then go down the line at other positions. Johnny Wilson at wide receiver. There's just so much talent on this team. You can see why. Uh, September schedule – that includes LSU and a trip to Clemson, will let us know quickly if the Knowles can compete for an ACC title in college football playoff berth or if they are just being overhyped. Uh, let's look into that schedule real quick. Uh, 2023 schedule, they open up uh, Sunday night um, against LSU in Orlando, a rematch from that classic football game in New Orleans last year. Just... This could be one of the best games of the season between two top 10 teams, um, just even potentially top five teams, depending on who you're, uh, who you're asking. Um, then they turn around quickly. They have to play Southern Miss, which is not an easy football game because the last time we saw Southern Miss play, uh, running back Frank Gore was uh, dashing through the Rice secondary for yard after yard, well over 300 yards rushing in that bowl game. Um, then they turn around and go to Boston College, go to Clemson, then Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke, at Wake Forest, at Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and at Florida. So like I said, that, that September slate, playing LSU on a neutral site in Orlando, and then going to Clemson week four is going to tell us a ton about this football team. It'll let us know everything that we need to know about this team. If moving forward, this is a real contender in the ACC. Obviously, if they beat Clemson, it gives them the, the lead early on 
in the in the ACC race. But then, if they're able, to, if they win both of those games, or even just lose one narrowly, they're a real player in the college football playoff at that point. Especially if that loss is to LSU, very close. I personally believe that this Florida State team um, is going to be very, very good. But I am going to say that until they beat Clemson, I am going to be slightly hesitant in saying that they are going to be the best team in the ACC. Um, they have to prove that to me at this point. But personally, I will also say that I think that they get that done this year. Going to Clemson is going to be very difficult, but Florida State has all the pieces to do that and get it done this year. So I think this is a team that can not only win the ACC, but a team that can be in the college football playoff. They just got to put everything together, and all the pieces are there to do it. So uh, thank you so much for tuning into this breakdown. Uh, so it's appreciated to everybody who listens. Uh, please like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this to this podcast. Um, also, uh, please follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.